0: Welcome to another encouraging word from Pastor Ron Hammons, Senior Pastor of Golden Triangle Church on the Rock in Southeast Texas. We are so glad you're joining us. For more information about Golden Triangle Church on the Rock Ministries, visit our website, cotr.com. Enjoy the word. Today for Family Sunday, we're going to go to Psalm 68, and Psalm 68, let me tell you a little bit about it. Um, we, we know it's a psalm that King David wrote. And we know just about when he wrote it. We know that he wrote it after he took Jerusalem and before he left you know, his throne to Solomon. And uh, uh, we know that he wrote it about the victories that God had given the children of Israel. It's, it's not only about all the victories that God gave them, but also about the victories that he would give them. And, uh, but these victories come as a result of something very thematic in Psalm 68. Because over and over in Psalm 68, we see a reference made to the ark of the covenant of God. Y'all know that box that was built, that in that box, you know, was, was, uh, you know, the Ten Commandments and manna and, you know, uh, and the rod that budded that, that, that box that represents the presence the power and the glory of God that was the Ark of the Covenant and it seems that David is making reference to every time that the children of Israel would follow God into battle that they would have a victory and the Ark of the Covenant would go before them and they would have a victory every time in fact he even makes a reference to Numbers the tenth chapter and verse thirty-five, in that David starts Psalm sixty eight with the very same words that Moses said. You know, let's read those words. You can also look in in Psalm uh, excuse me, in Numbers ten and find out what Moses was talking about. But he says in verse 1, let God arise. I'm reading from the New King James Version. Let God arise, let his enemies be scattered, and let those who hate him flee before him. Well, who in the world would hate God? Who in the world? Well, if we followed this theme all the way through, we would find out that there are basically two groups of people that are referenced in Psalm 68. This morning, just for clarification, so that we can remember these two groups, we're going to call them the righteous and the rebellious. Okay, You can read it for yourself. We won't take the time to read all of Psalm 68. But there he talks about what happens to the righteous as they follow God into the battles of life. And what happens to the rebellious who refuse to follow God in the battles of life. Maybe they go out on their own, or maybe they just sit at home and don't follow God, and therefore they don't have victories in their life. In fact, not only do they not have victories, they end up having some added problems. If we were to go down to verse 6, which we're going to next, there David is going to talk about God's children as though they are a family. Knowing that each one of us is an individual, knowing that each one of us makes our own decision, you cannot make all of life decisions for your children you cannot make all of life decisions for your friends in fact you know we are challenged to make our own life decisions this morning when I first got up I I texted people uh uh, you know uh, I I text with a number of people every Sunday morning uh, uh, pastors around the nation and such and I texted them that that you know this is the day the Lord has made you have a chance to be righteous or rebellious today which will you choose? You know, that's our everyday choice. Our everyday choice is a choice to fall into one of these two groups. We can fall into these groups not only in church matters and not only in eternal matters, but also in matters of business and matters of, 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 you know, of friendships and relationships. We can choose to be right with God in our relationships, in our, uh, you know, in our work relationships, in our school relationships. We can choose. It's a, it's a constant choice. Like the young lady we talked to who was being water baptized earlier. Uh, You know, there, there, there are many forks. There are many junctures in the road of life. And every road leads somewhere. And it's so important to realize that when we come to a crossroads in life, we come to a juncture that we have a chance to be right with God or to be rebellious. To do what God wants us to do in that moment, or to do whatever we may want to do. This morning in our first service here, we talked about the original sin. And how that Eve and Adam, even though they were in a perfect world, you know, they chose to sin. We talked about the results of sin. Four things that sin did. Number one, it first separated Adam and Eve. The first thing they did was they sewed fig leaves, made aprons, and they separated themselves from one another. You see, that's that's the goal of sin. That's the goal of the devil is to separate us, to separate us from each other. That's what happened. Sin separated Adam and Eve. The second thing we read in Genesis is that uh, God came in the cool of the evening, and the first things they did is they hid themselves. You see, sin wants to separate. It separated Adam from Eve, and then it separated them from God. They hid themselves from one another, then they hid themselves from God. Oh, let me tell you, if you happen to choose the wrong thing in life, and you sin don't let your sin separate you from God. You see, sometimes people do something that's wrong and they think God does not want to hear about it. Yes, God does want to hear about it. He already knows about it. He wants to hear every detail of it. He doesn't necessarily want you to tell other people, but he wants to hear everything about your life because once you bring your sin into the light, it flees. Sin is darkness. And darkness can't stand the light. Sin only survives in secret. Sin thrives in darkness. And the power of sin is the secret. Well, the first thing sin did is it separated Adam and Eve. The second thing it did is it separated them from God. The third thing is they had to leave the Garden of Eden. It separated them from the blessings that God had intended for them to enjoy on earth. Isn't that amazing? God planted a garden for them to enjoy. It provided for them. It protected them. It nourished them. It was, you know, you know, but sin separates. And their sin separated them from the blessings God intended for them. And the fourth thing it did is it separated them from eternal life. Now, this, this you know, I might could do not seeing you anymore the rest of my life. I might could do if we didn't have you know the best of relationships you know i might even you know could survive a day without prayer a week without prayer you might say a week a month have i have i gotten close to you yet A year, anybody, any takers, okay? I don't know how often you pray. You might could survive. You might could survive without, you know, uh, the food you want or the protection you want or the comfort that you want. But listen, you cannot survive stepping from this life to the next, being separated from God. And sin holds the power to separate. And this power that sin has is dealt with by the blood of Jesus Christ. Once you are born again, sin has no more power over your soul. And its power is destroyed. It cannot separate you from eternity or from God anymore. And then God has blessings. But in this life, we still have to continue to choose God. One of the things that God has done for us is he's given us this choice To choose to be right with him or to choose to rebel and it's seen often when it comes to the issue of family and since today is family Sunday we're going to read Psalm 68 in verse 6 we're going to break it down just a little bit and then we're going to bring a conclusion in Psalm 68 verse 6 the Bible says God sets the solitary talking about individuals You see, you are an individual with God. You are, I mean, God has no grandchildren. He only has children, okay? And so you, whatever age and stage you're in, whatever situation, circumstance that you may have faced, whatever past you may have or future you may hope for, you are an individual with God, You will not be saved and go to heaven because your parents believe or because your grandparents believe or just because you may go to church. It's important to realize God looks at you as an individual and he wants you to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. He wants you to make the right choices in life. God sets the solitary in families. He brings out those who are bound into prosperity. He's talking about the righteous, by the way. If you'll read the whole Psalms, you'll find out that those are the people that are in the righteous category. They are right with God. They may yet suffer some problems, circumstances, situations in life. In fact, they have been bound in sin, but He brings them out Brings those bound into prosperity, but look what happens. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Listen to me this morning, children, okay? Let me give you uh, uh, just a a children's message. All right. How many kids we got in here? Raise your hand in here. Okay. All the children in here? Okay. All right. Those of you out there, come on, children. Lift up your hand, okay? All right. Now listen, this is what the Bible says. Children, obey your parents. Obey your parents, okay? Because when we don't obey mommy and daddy, whenever we decide that we're big enough, we're smart enough, we don't have to do what mommy and daddy says anymore, then that's called rebellion. And do you know that sometimes the problems and the aggravation and the irritation and the anger that we feel is because we're causing it. We are living in a dry place. Sometimes we, don't, we aren't happy <laughs> because we aren't doing the things that create happiness. Now that was for the children This is for the adults. Adults, listen. Your heavenly father loves you. Obey your daddy. Okay? When you don't obey your daddy and his word, that's called rebellious. And sometimes, not every time, but sometimes when you're not happy, when you're most frustrated and irritated and aggravated, it's because you are causing it. It's because it's hard to be happy when you're living in a dry land. It's hard to be happy when you're not doing what your Heavenly Father says do. Now, if you read the rest of the Psalms, you'll find out that there's a remedy for all of this. You see, God never leaves us in a place to where we are without hope or without help. What we say, whether you're a child or whether you're an adult, is what we say is, listen, dad, mom and dad, I'm sorry, forgive me. I want to be right with you, because that's where the joy comes from. I used to tell my children when I was raising them, you know, you will never know my hand of correction, unless you need it. (laughs) I'm just not that kind of guy. I just want to be a blessing every day. I want to give and be a blessing every day. But you know what? (laughs) They did see my hand of correction. I would sit him in my lap and I would talk with him and I would say, every every time, right April, Ashley's not here, he may be watching, but you but you know, I would sit her in my lap and I would talk to her and tell her what she did that she shouldn't have done You know, I would, I would then, you know, correct her, you know, whatever the correction was, you know, you know, you got to give me $400, you know, no, (laughs) whatever the correction may be. Then I would pray with her and I would tell her I loved her. And that was the end of it. Never, not one time did she deserve correction twice for something that she was sorry for nor do you. You know how to stop a lot of the frustration, aggravation, irritation of life? Just get right with God. Choose the right thing. Even when things are bad, even when life is tough, even when things are hard, even whenever we have disappointments, we can still feel, you know, okay and right inside. We can still have that peace that passes understanding and that joy that is unspeakable and full of glory when we know that we are right with God let me ask you this morning are you right with God let me ask your children are you are you mad at your mom or your dad because they wouldn't give you something are you mad at them because you don't think they understand you Are you mad at mom and dad because they might make you do something you don't want to do? You know, you shouldn't feel that way. You don't have to feel that way. You can feel that way, but that's a choice. It is a choice to say, I don't like it, and I'm not going to put up with it. And then things get dry, and then things get difficult. Then, okay, listen, adults, ditto. Are you upset because something would be required of you, or you would be asked not to do something, or asked to do something, or you know, told that you can't have something, or you're disappointed because you didn't get something, and so you're a little upset, and so you withhold your fellowship toward God, or your relationship, and you're sitting around sour and unhappy and sad? Well, listen, you can fix that, okay? You really can. The relationship that God wants us to see is a relationship of him being a father and us being his children. He could have been anything. He chose to be a daddy. He chose to be a father. And the only thing that God wants for all of his hard work is family. That's the only thing that I'm working for is family. You know, if I leave this life with having experienced family, Family that loves me and cares about me, respects me, values me. You know, I will have accomplished my hope and my joy. That's how God feels. Well, this morning, let me encourage you to allow God to set you in a family in a meaningful way. Do you want to be righteous or will you choose to be rebellious? Will you be family? What are you pursuing? Thanks again for joining us for another dynamic message from Pastor Ron Hammonds. Visit cotr.com and subscribe to all of our social media platforms to stay up to date. As well, receive more encouraging messages from our pastor and details of the work we're doing both in our community and communities like ours around the world. Today and every day, God bless.